Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Love your labia. And if your boyfriend complains that it's not tight enough, tell him his dick's too small. Is that fair? <laughs> <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret Show. This week I am joined by none other than stand-up comic, podcaster extraordinaire and all-round funny fucker, Joanne McNally. Hi. How are you, Petal? I'm really good, how are you? (laughs) Mate, I can't go like another second into this without saying... You look so much like Cara Delevingne. Oh, so. I do in my howl. I look like Cara Delevingne. <laughs> you do. <laughs> if she's been eating, if she's been eating carbs nonstop for twelve years. Anyway, I'm not going to slag my weight. I'm, not, I'm quite positive these days. But I no, I have had that before. But it, if anything, it just makes you realize I'm the Aldi version of her. I'm the middle aisle shit version of her. Keith Lennon always used to call me the council estate Katy Perry. There you go. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I am the council estate Cara Delevingne. Honestly, I took it every single time. I was like, yes, Keith, thanks me. I'll fucking have that. There is actually a similarity between you guys. I've never noticed that before. I think it was better when I had the dark hair. Now I've got the blonde. I'm getting very, people are very confused. They don't know how to take it. It looks quite dark today, though. I'm not going to lie. She's got a lot of Moroccan oil on. How do you keep yours healthy, mate? Listen, listen. (laughs) This is why I have three jobs to pay for the amount of shit that I have to buy so that my head doesn't look like a bag of chewing gum. You know, this is so, you're so lucky. You look brunette to me. Well, it's I've got a root drag, so I've got a dark root drag, Joanne, and then on it's like predominantly like a full head of highlights and like nice yeah. toners and that. But yeah, mate, it, it is really blonde when it's washed and not covered in like various oils. So the blonde, I have like a team of like people who help me keep it on my head. But I went to I don't, I think I tell the story on maybe it was the podcast I did before I can't remember. I went to Vietnam one year on holidays and wanted my highlights done. And I found a shop. It was in the Lonely Planet Guide recommended. It was called Tony and Chai. Brilliant. I would have gone for the pun alone. So I, like naive dickhead, went in and paid, I think it was like a hundred American dollars or something at the time. Anyway. It wasn't cheap then. It was fucking cheap. Vicky, it wasn't fucking cheap. And me, the dickhead, tipped them as well. Like tipped them. Even though I left, my head was like steaming. Like it was like a hat. It was like... They put me up. It was like a boiled ham. They ruined us. It fell out. It all fell out. It took me years to get it back. Yeah. It was thin. It was like, everyone was like, what's that smell? We'd be on the beach (laughs) in the open air. And I'd be like, that's my hair. (laughs) Honest to God, it was smoking. It was disgusting. So like being blonde, I I wouldn't recommend it, to be honest. I just look like shit with brown hair. I just... You, you def- I just disappear into the wall. I do, I do. It doesn't suit me. It doesn't suit me. And my natural hair is this, it's this weird, like nothing. It's like this nothing color. 
Yeah. Oh, but I think I think I'm like that. Like obviously I've been I've been brunette for so long and consistently dying it to get that lovely chocolatey colour made. But I think if truth be told, obviously in lockdown, we all kind of got a little glimpse into what is actually going on behind the scenes. And I am, I'm, 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 I'm like, obviously, but 33, she's got a little bit of grey there. Um, but yeah, as well, like, not, it's mousy brown, I'd say. It's kind of, it's neither stomach nor out. It's like dirty bath water. The worst. Oh no. It's the worst colour. And I was the same. During lockdown, I was faced with the actual, the, 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 the reality, reality of yeah. the ageing process. Yeah. Like I was, I'm saying, oh, shit, man. as my Botox started to wear off, because you can kind of, you can kind of convince yourself that you're aging well, forgetting yeah. Yeah. that you've got a that bit of help, that you've got a load of shit in your face. Yeah. But I, ah. it was starting to wear off and I was like, I'm 38. No. Like I am, I am staring down the barrel of 40. No. Wait, right. Well, then whoever... Does, whoever's the team behind your hair, whoever's doing all of your little bits, yeah. mate, fucking deserves a medal because I thought you were younger than me. They're a team. I have a team living in the basement. I'm yeah. like Frankenstein. Keep I them there. Keep. I, they all live in the basement yeah. and I go down and get tweaked and plucked. But like Botox, so the Botox wore off and I was like, what the fuck? I looked like someone had been, when I woke up, it was like someone had been digging my head with a fork. Do you know, like doodling into my head with a fork. It was horrific. Anyway, I was saying, the second this thing lifts, I was like, I want a facial so intense. I need to sign a do not resuscitate. I was like, just get me in. Get me in. Give me everything. I want a new head. I want a new head. I want tits so high I have to wear a bra as a hat. I want everything. And I did. It was great. Good for you, mate. Listen, honestly, yeah. I, I um, Irkan's got this picture of me from lockdown where obviously like I've been talking to him and I'm quite an expressive person. I get that. And then... My face is completely uncontrollable. I'm so animated. Anyway, he's got this picture of us that he's like uh, done a collage with next to the Wi-Fi sign. You know, the Wi-Fi on the top of your phone. And that was what yeah. was like in me forehead. <laughs> and every time I get a bit cheeky over WhatsApp or text, he just sends that. And I'm like, you're a prick. And I don't know why I love you. <laughs> I love that you're getting trolled by your own boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I'm so jealous. You're so in love. Oh, I'm honestly. I'm so jealous. Joanne, Joanne, don't be, right? Because before you joined this podcast today, right, I was in tears to me, producer, because we've just got a puppy. And I swear we're going to start asking you questions after this, but um, I've just got a a puppy and I fucking love him. He is the goodest, fluffiest boy of my dreams. He's 12 out of 10, already pooing outside on day three. Like, he's honestly a a canine genius as far as I'm concerned, but I'm biased. Um... (laughs) I am biased. You're such a mom. This is what moms do. I know. He's so advanced. He's shitting in the garden already. Crazy dog. like woman. rain man. <laughs> but Erkan has gone back to work this week, despite saying, yeah, I'll take the week off. I'll be with you, baby. Yeah, yeah. He's gone back. A couple of his employees have killed I do not believe it for a second. Um, and he gets to go to work and leaves our fluffy boy in the house with me. And when he returns at like eight o'clock at night, I'm exhausted. I'm fucking covered in hair. I'm covered in shit. He's bitten us all over. Like he is sick of the sight of us. He doesn't respect us. He thinks I'm a human chew toy. And then daddy walks in and it's all fun and games. Tail wags sits patiently is the best boy and i just think you know what Erkan? fuck off like Vicky, honestly if if this isn't this is basically an analogy like this is this is what it's going to be like with your kids you need to nip this shit in the bud right now because this is exactly what it's going to be like with kids 
You I put do... all the work in yeah. and then I was like that. And then my dad would come home and I'd start wagging my tail because he was the saint. Because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have, he wasn't, he was the one who didn't have to give aid to me during yeah. the day. I know, Th- men get away that's with it. So, so <laughs> I, I feel like, because Irkan doesn't have to say like, my lord, no, like my lord, stop biting mommy's ponytail. My lord, fucking g- give Vicky's, Vicky back a bra, like... He doesn't have to do all this. So he comes in and he's like, fun daddy. Like, we love him so much. Let's play with him. And I'm just the arsehole who has to discipline him all day and get bitten. And I'm so over it. So this whole boyfriend thing, like, I feel like it's it's cracked up to be more than it actually is. There's one thing, though, that I would genuinely like a partner for is I love animals. Like, I would love it. I tried to foster a dog during lockdown from uh-huh. Battersea. They said to me that I needed to have a car. And I was like, why? Why? I don't get that. I don't understand why. I was like, I'm not going to be bringing to guitar lessons. Like, I, there's a, I live beside Clapham Common. Just give me a dog with legs that it can walk. It's like, anyway, they were like, you have to have a car. <laughs> Did you have to have a car? You probably have a car because you're an adult. I don't have a car. <laughs> right. So I don't drive, Joanne. Like, I am currently like a 16 year or 17 year, whatever you are, 17 year old taking driving lessons. Because um, for the Have you week- ever had to? Have no, you ever had a car? have you ever never? Driven? No, I've, I've always been too drunk. Honestly, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. my youth misguided. Um, so yes, yeah, so I've never drove, but Urkan obviously has a car, but he just fucks off to work and leaves me stranded in the house with this absolute fucking four-legged maniac. <sighs> I can't believe you're taking driving lessons. That's so cute. I feel like I'm regressing as a human being. Like it's so weird. Like I, I um, it, it makes me so nervous. Have you ever? Yeah. Have you, can you actually drive, Joanna? Do you just not have a car? Oh. God, <laughs> the non, the ongoing relentless drama. So basically, I'll keep it real short. Okay. I got a driving license. Mm-hmm. Buzzing. Like you you acquired one legally, it made it sound like you yeah. found one. Right, okay. Legally, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a driving license. Bought it off the dark net. Absolutely <laughs> delighted with myself. Global driving license and drive anywhere. Did my driving test in Ireland, passed it, Grant. And in Ireland, whatever fucking system is going on over there they were like here's a piece of paper you've passed your you passed your test but if you don't send it all you have two years to send it all if you don't send it off within two years it expires and you don't have a license anymore and i like i'm the worst procrastinator but i was like even i can't fuck this up did i send it off nah no nah honestly mate you're the same as me i don't do anything like sky was very yeah sky were very clear with me they said if you don't send back your little box you will get charged like 50 quid or something. And I was like, sending back a box. Like they were like, we actually send you a bag. Like you can't mess this up. I was like, I'll send it back. You know, I've paid the 50 quid. You know, I'm ignoring the emails. Like I am terrible yes. for stuff like that. Like life admin, I can't do. Can't do it. I have a shirt sitting. I've never once returned a single item nah. of clothing. So I'm in the middle. I Once it arrives in the house, I have to make it work. Whether it be an XXSXS bra that I couldn't even wear as a sock. I have to keep it. Whether it be an XXXL. I upstairs have a Fred Perry man's jacket that I accidentally bought. It was a hundred and something quid. And I'm like, well, I just have to, I'm going to have to cut it up and use it as like cloths or something. I've never returned a single thing in my life. I tried to do Depop. Too much fucking hassle. No, because that's because you have to deal with the post office, right? Like, honestly, I just can't. Through lockdown. 
like I had you had we we kind of had time on our hands and I was like posting things to me mum and dad you know like trying to trying to keep in touch and nice and stuff and honestly the post office was just like the the moment of the week I dreaded the most like the queuing like they're always angry like you know what the day holds guys you did it yesterday I don't know why I don't know why you're so mad at me I'm bringing things for you to send places surely this is what you thought was going to happen today my, oh. One of my be- one of my best mates, she sells a lot of merch, and yeah. she said the same thing. She queues up at the post office, and, and they know she's coming with all these envelopes, and they they get real snotty and rashy with her. She's like, "What do you want me to? What do you want me to do? <laughs> Fly the shit myself? Like what? <laughs> but fair place, you're free. I even I am still using an Irish mobile phone. Okay, I've been in the UK for two years because I can't logistically figure out how to not use that phone. The phone is so broken and busted. I can't use any of the left side of the keyboard. And it sometimes it just bangs out photos of myself to people in my WhatsApp group that I know. Like it's awful. And I still can't get, I can't figure out how to not have it in my life. And it affects my mental health. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're both cooked from the same very oh no, like disorganized procrastinating cloth so i'm i'm pleased with it's that the, it's the cloth of carnage we'll call it the cloth of carnage i mean look at this we've managed to put off fucking starting this podcast for about 20 minutes so <laughs> <laughs> we crack on yeah let's go let's, let's go. go so joanne like i first became aware of you through your podcast my therapist ghosted me um and you do yeah. that with the lovely vogue williams don't you yeah, um, love and that. The, so do I. She's absolutely class. She's one of the, the good ones in my industry, I think. Um, but the, there's a bit of confusion, isn't there? Because I thought it was your podcast, but the daily but it's actually both of yours, but the Daily Mail are convinced it's her podcast. No, it's the other end. So basically oh, okay. I'm always laughing. So basically, Vogue is kind of like Tele Royalty in Ireland, and I am not. So basically, <laughs> the Irish media are obsessed. They're obsessed with Vogue. So because she's clickbaity in Ireland, you know, yeah. people want to know what she's doing, and she's hot, and she's got cock kids, and she's got a famous husband. Blah 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 blah. So she's got all the props, you know. Yeah, she's oh, got she, all the props. She's got all and the she's things. Got, she's got all, and she's got abs in her face. She's, you know, oh, she's just she's an easy sell. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of thirty percent off. The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss like if, if so, Vogue wasn't so nice she'd be easy to hate wouldn't she oh sure I, I I couldn't be friends there until she had two kids and she started her look started going then I was like okay <laughs> 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 oh, 
She was sniffing around me trying to be friends for years. I was like, back off. You're Fuck too hot. <laughs> I don't need this shit in my life, please. Shit. Life is hard enough without me <laughs> feeling like shit constantly. Um, we were friends for years. We were in the same gang. We were in the uh, same kind of like, like kind of gang of friends. Yeah. But we were on opposite sides of the gang. If you know, okay. not like there was no, there was no tribal wars or anything. We were just, I've just got we like shared the some... image of West Side Story <laughs> in my <laughs> <laughs> just trying to glass yes. each other in bars in Dublin and stuff. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We shared mutual friends, but we weren't really friends. Do you know okay, that way? Got it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then when I moved to London, so I actually hadn't moved to London yet. I was, I got signed in, in the UK, but I was still living in Dublin. So I was coming back and forth the whole time. And then because obviously we're both in London and then she was like, come and stay with me. And I was like, at the time I was pretty much staying in like, dog shelters because I'd no money and then I just like waltzed into this manor <laughs> like smoking spanos cigars living the life getting my bed turned down and all the bed turned down no I'm sorry that is uh, is that true she's no. living oh yeah ah oh, fucking hell if only I'd made things work with Spencer that could have been fucking me oh, sorry she, what she's living with Spencer oh for about five minutes <laughs> Five minutes and you would have missed it, mate. It was never anything. But yeah. That is hilarious. I just know he does well. He does well with the women. Doesn't he? He's never struggled to nick a bird like. Never struggled. But do you no. know, everyone has this preconceived notion of Spencer, and I'm sorry I'm talking about Finn, uh, about Vogue's husband, yeah, but um, everyone thinks he's, he's really smarmy or, or like he's in some way disrespectful to women. And I think, honestly, maybe it's for a spell in his youth, he might have been incredibly misguided. But the person I knew was really charming and honestly so endearing. And he laughs at himself and I think self-depreciating. It, it was impossible not to like Spencer Matthews, which is a sentence I never thought I'd say, but I'm sure Vogue understands. And you I understand. agree. I agree 100% that yeah. whatever character he was playing in that show, I think it was like, uh, look, I'd say oh. he was a dog in his day. There's no oh. denying he was a dog Wait, in his day. But um, he certainly seems to have done a, a done a 180. And obviously I know him pretty well now. So I'm yeah. a big fan of his. Yeah. Big fan. But I think like an all, all credit to him for working on himself and growing up and being this like super great dad now. But I think Vogue's probably played a huge part in that as well. Because you know yourself when you're with the right partner, you just blossom. Big time. Like yeah. when you're on your own, all you like, you've no one to hold you accountable for anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so it just depends on the kind of person you are. I'm the kind of person who needs a reason to go home or oh, I'm yeah. never going home. Oh mate, I'm like, preaching the choir. Yeah. If there's no one in my bed going, come home, I am never going home. <laughs> like I've had friends had to call me taxis and like I didn't realise I was being walked out to the taxi. I thought I was being taken to the hallway for another deep and meaningful conversation and next thing I'm just in a taxi. About your childhood. <laughs> or starting a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we going to talk about my, my grandmother again. I'd love that actually. <laughs> You know what? We should go into business together. Like, that's my favorite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holidays. So we're going to go on holidays together. What's your name again? Karen. Yeah, no, that's it, Karen. Me and you. Me and you. We're going to beat that too. Benidorm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Benidorm. Yeah. So sorry, I interrupted. You were telling me about staying at the manor. <laughs> staying at the manor. So this is what I was saying. So basically, the Irish press are obsessed with Vogue. So like, I could literally, I was saying this on the podcast last week. I could literally ring up a paper in Ireland and be like, I've just drank a pint of psychedelics 
and I've run through Westminster bollock naked. And they'd be saying, was Vogue there putting on a leggy display? And I'd be like, no. And they'd be like, well, you're grand. We don't care. <laughs> so this is the same with the Daily Mail over here. Because they don't know who I am. They don't know what's going on. All they know is that suddenly they have all this access to information about Vogue. Because once a week she's talking about shit. I'm putting on a leggy display outside Global. They love she, a leggy display. She, but then when you've got legs like Vogue, it's not even intentional. Like everywhere she goes is a leggy display. Like sure, that, that's just it. But it's the Daily Mail. They could be accusing her two-year-old child of putting on a leggy display. Do you know what I mean? They'd be like, baby Gigi puts on a leggy display. <gasps> baby Gigi shows, shows Father Spencer what he's missing. Like they've literally like, they've literally like four captions that they just cram everyone into. Brilliant. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway, the Daily Mail, they, they don't know what my role is. They just assume I'm, they don't report anything I say because no one gives a shit. So they just think that I'm just there as a vehicle to keep, take information about Vogue in. They think I'm just, they basically think I'm interviewing Vogue once a week, every week. Like the Irish, like female Michael Parkinson, just sitting there, gleaming in there. And Vogue, like, as if, do you know what I mean? Not being bad, but like, I mean, Vogue's interesting and all, but like, is she 12 hours interesting? Is she 12 weeks of one-on-one interviewing interesting? Probably not. (laughs) I don't know who is. No one. Honestly, Joanne, like, I'm not just saying this because I got you on. I absolutely love Vogue. I've made that very clear. But the bits I've seen in it, the bits I've seen, like, I feel like I'm learning more about you than I'm learning about Vogue. So I think the Daily Mail are being specifically, like, difficult here. And oh, honestly, mate, like, it's not the font of all knowledge. They've been calling Erkan 37 for about two years now. He's 28. I just let it go, mate. <gasps> I'll let it go. Do you think they're trolling him? <laughs> I fuck, do you know what? He fucking deserves it after the way he goes on about my wrinkles in my forehead. Um, but no, honestly, I think um, he's, I, I don't know. I think everyone just assumed he was older because he's the guy. Do you know what though? What's interesting about women like me and you, I think. Yeah. Go on. Go on. Is that we've got, is that because I think we've got like maybe a young lifestyle? Mm, yeah, I get so that. So we don't have like, you know, we're not going out with the same lad we were when we were 16. We, you know, we didn't go down that road. I don't think I would have been able to go down. I don't think I would have had the attention span, to be honest. But we don't have kids and all this shit. So I was actually thinking about this the other day. I used to go for older men. Yeah, me too. But now those men, now that I'm older, the older men are, they're too old. <laughs> now they're actually old men. <laughs> so now I've started going for younger lads as well. Yeah. I think like I went through this real spell, which um, when I came out of the jungle, like, you know, it, it was blokes that were my age were like wanting to go on like two dates and then settle down. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like I haven't learned enough about you in these two dates. Like, yeah. this is, I'm overwhelmed by your pace. Like, if anything, it felt like like the roles were slightly reversed. You know, you hear when women get to a certain age, they become a bit panicked. Like, that's how I felt like men my age were treating us. So I started like unintentionally going out with younger lads and do you know what i just found i quite liked it how did you meet Urkan? oh there's nothing exciting about it joanne it's so like i wish it was really romantic and we'd cro- like bump like bumped into each other on a tube or something but we just <laughs> really, i love that that's your idea of romance <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> yeah the, level, the, the bar is pretty low all right fine then we'll t- Bought each other over a croissant in France. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. 
you're like bumped into each other in a hostel, something romantic like that. But it wasn't. It was just a norm. Why? What happened? He. Uh, so <laughs> you <stop. laughs> so I, I had a couple of years previously spotted him on my explore page on Instagram. You know that like little cheeky. Um, it's a wealth of like fit fellas um, and really good looking girls and dogs. I think as well on mine and little mix for strange. Mi- yeah, mix of things. Well, you know that they're your algorithms, Vicky. They're yeah. your they're they're your algorithms. Like know. you've planted those seeds yourself. Go on, I want to hear. I'm a a puppy perv and like a, a greedy woman. That's like a little yeah. mix fan at 33. That's clearly what I'm saying. So, anyways, yeah. So he was on. It was on there, and I clicked on his picture. Um, discovered that it wasn't in fact just like a one-off. He was across the board, a lovely bit of kit and followed him. And then uh, he followed us back. And then like, <gasps> nothing, not, I know, the, oh, the romance. <laughs> nothing that's ever. The, that's, that's the power of the blue tick. You're basically yeah. grooming, man. You can go on. It's the power of the blue tick and you're grooming them. They're all going to follow you back. It's a power play. <laughs> do you think I abused my blue tick? Yeah. No, yeah. no. this is I bullshit. Do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I, that poor man doesn't know what's going on. He never stood a chance <laughs> against the power of the tick. But you know what's so embarrassing? I tried to pull that stunt once. I yeah. was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna abuse my blue tick. Yeah, yeah. There was this guy, and I was like, I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna go in here for the kill. Was he lush? Bur- Bur- he was lush. I thought yeah. he was lush. Yeah. Burnt me alive. I was so embarrassed. I unfollowed them, and I had to read like two chapters of some book called Heal Yourself Hell. <laughs> <laughs> So at least, at least you throwing your blue tick around actually worked for you. Please tell me you did some yoga as well. Tell me you did some yoga. I was say, yeah. I was like saging and all. I was like, don't worry about it, Jermaine. Don't worry. He's clearly he's gay. He's gay. Don't worry about it. He's gay. He's gay. He's gay. <laughs> oh, well done, mate. We've managed to waste the entire first half doing absolutely fuck all. I haven't asked you so much as a single question. Go on, ask us something there. No, oh, I'm... Want, sorry, no. So did he just start DMing you then? Was that what happened? Um, yeah, no, it's, we both got, so basically very soon after I um, followed him, he, I got I met me ex-partner, so obviously nothing came of it, and he met someone as well actually, so we never ever spoke, and then not long after I broke up with that partner, I was back on the hunt, abusing my blue tick power obviously, and he popped up again, and I liked one of his posts, this is his story, I think it's probably right, I was on a very... Um, hungry quest so i was looking for some validation post being yeah. cheated on i think um and he um he says he thought oh god that's fucking weird she's like my pictures i swear she's engaged and he had a little stalk with me instagram realized i deleted all those pics in rage and was now single and he um slid into me dms and the rest is history do you slipping into the yeah. dms okay so what you're telling me is i need to hang out in the explorer page of instagram yeah, yeah and don't be afraid to be a creep man like, like mm. those pics. Follow those fellas. It's 2021. That's not I right. know. Is that the day? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it didn't feel right in my head, but we've missed 2020, haven't we? Fucking it's hell. 2021, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, now loads of people meet their fellas on Instagram now. It's brilliant. Yeah, I do think it's great. I want to talk to you about dating in a sec, but we're going to end part one. But before we do, oh, this new mm. little thing I want to try out, and I thought Joanne's the last to try it out with, right? My lovely guests give so much of themselves. It's fucking brilliant. I'll, I'll get that secret. I'll learn from them. We'll get fun anecdotes. And I don't feel like I really give too many of my own little secrets away. So 
in the spirit of turning that around, I'm going to tell you one secret about myself and two lies. And you have to guess which one is the secret. Are you ready? That's a great... Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to read them to you and then you've got the break to work out which one is the is the secret, right? Okay. Okay. First one. I love traveling around America. Okay. Yeah. Second one. Uh, I once killed a cockatoo. Okay. Yeah. Third. I've got size seven feet. Okay. And you... Am I... Go on. Am I allowed? Is this like what I lie to you? Like, can I ask you questions about these things or do you just have to give an answer? You can ask us questions after the break. How does that sound? Okay. Yeah, Grant. I've written them down here. <laughs> See you in part two. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Acast.com.